After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey, everybody. Welcome to After These Messages. This is the podcast where we talk about TV commercials. You know, we talk about good ones and we talk about bad ones. And we talk about ones where people say weird shit like this. Can I flip your meat? My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Has. We're your hosts. Hey, Veeves. Hi, sweetie. Oh, <laughs> I just was No, thinking. I liked it. I liked it. Why? What? That was wonderful. You should call me sweetie at the beginning of every show. <laughs> you just got home from work, so we yeah. are kind of saying hello, sweetie, to Hi, each Andrew. other. Hi, Andrew. Hello. Hey, thanks for putting together today's show, although I will give myself a little bit of credit for helping come up with the topic. It happened when a bartender... Spending too much time in bars lately, I think. But a bartender, uh, I think apropos of literally nothing, uh, came up to us and started talking about how he likes the new Jack in the Box commercial. There's a new Jack in the Box commercial that uses what I would call a double entendre. People know what that is, right? I think so. It's a play on words where there's um, usually a, a secondary meaning that's often sort of risque or cheeky. Right. You know, there, the first time I ever heard the term double entendre was probably about 20 years ago on an episode of A Prairie Home Companion on their annual joke show. Uh-huh. And joke, I mean, you, it's a, it's a rough listen, I think, for most modern audiences. <laughs> I liked it. It's a corny sense of humor. Um, and I remember uh, they do this kind of uh, a quick fire round where people are shooting jokes back and forth quickly. And one of them said... Let's see. I don't have. I don't think I have. Do I have a rim shot? I don't know if I have a rim shot. But somebody said she asked me to give her a double entendre, so I really gave it to her, <laughs> or something. Is that? I mean, does that even make sense? I remember at the time yeah, being like, is. "That it's, sounds it's sort a of double dirty. entendre yeah. about double entendre." Yeah. So um, anyway, so that's what a double entendre is, uh, and uh, we wanted to take a look at double entendres in commercials. Right? Yes, and you know, there's all kinds of wordplay and puns, and I know we. Uh, we maybe are more interested in that than the average, even average ATM listener. Um, but this is a specific kind of double of of wordplay where it really is. There's a there's an element of dirtiness to it mm-hmm. of like winking. Um, some of the double entendres that we've included, I've included in the show, are verbal, but some of them are visual. And there's mm-hmm. one in particular that honestly shocks me every time I see really? it. Really? Okay, we'll talk about... Oh, I think I know which one you're talking about because you're always scandalized I'm every so time scandalized. I feel like a like a prudish old lady, but I'm, I'm genuinely scandalized by it. And I, I had trouble today, like, kind of weeding out just the typical dirty jokes because there's always... Let me ask you this. Let me... We're not going to talk about this one, so I'm going to not talk about it here on the top first. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a Wiener Schnitzel commercial, not for the you know for the restaurant chain of the hot dog shack chain called Wiener Schnitzel. And it was a commercial that I've seen many times. People have sent it to me because it's kind of funny. And it's like a woman who's chasing a hot dog around. It's a little animated hot dog. The woman's real. She's chasing this hot dog around like a hotel for some reason and trying to get her hands on it. And then she runs into somebody's room, just opens the door. She's so close to grabbing the hot dog. And the hot dog jumps up under the sheets. And she reaches under and grabs the hot dog. And then all of a sudden we see that... There's a man, a stranger sleeping in that bed, and he wakes up suddenly and looks down at her, and we realize she didn't catch the hot dog. She caught something else. She got the other wiener. Now, that's a dirty joke. Is that a visual double entendre? I don't think it quite 
it's not quite what I mean by the Good. idea of, of a visual double entendre where so they show something um, that's a that's literally one thing, but it's um, it is uh, figuratively another thing. Right. So I just wanted to kind of because I see a bunch of those things and you get those because I look up commercials so much on this show. I don't know if you have the same thing or maybe it's because it's like a combination of that and it knows uh, knows I'm a dude. But YouTube is always trying to play for me these long compilations of like dirty, quote unquote, banned commercials. Yeah, I get that a lot. I, I can't tell if it's because of what I search for on YouTube or if that's just what YouTube is serving everyone right and so he's like these often from overseas but usually they're, they're like really dirty commercials yes. that never really got made and i think that sometimes like the create i don't understand because they have real production values and they have the real logos well, like a very dirty secondary Burger King market for it yeah right you know um, and so you can make it then you can officially distance yourself from it but if it gets there is one about cunnilingus for a burger king yeah. commercial that i watched have you ever seen that no. one a dirty. Yes. It's uh I believe the tagline was when you want to eat out, go to Burger King. Wow, that is dirty. And that is a double entendre. That is quite a double but entendre. But I know that never hit the Yeah, light and of day. I and I stayed away that you can find you can find as commercials as dirty as you want um on mm. YouTube for sure and it is because I think you they know that there's a market for it in this like kind of gray area of publishing that is the internet. Um, but I tried to focus on things that I have either seen myself or know for a fact are um, uh, were aired on television. Sure. And and tip and although there are a few in here that are sort of sexy or sex adjacent um, products, I tried to not just skew in that direction because then it feels a little lazy. Like yeah, yeah, there is some there are some condom commercials in here, but there's also some Kmart commercials. in Sure, here. yeah. Um, you said Kmart, not KY. Uh, also, we are going to check in with the Ad Council. I haven't gone uh, into detail on this, but it looks like we have tons of stuff from the Ad Council. Yes, today. it's a busy Ad Council today. Although no jingles, so you don't get your Genevieve jingle. Oh yeah. You're, I've been practicing. I was have very, you really? Is that what I heard when you were in the shower this yes, morning? Yes, indeed. No. Belting that out. Uh, but I, I have been practicing, and I'm a little hurt that no one wanted to, no one cared enough to just call in and sing a jingle. Come on, you guys. You know the phone number, right? It is 607-444-5597. 607-444-5597. Would you say we've gotten fewer voicemails since we debuted this thing after <laughs> these messages is after your messages it's 607 5597 it's harder for me to see the phone number after he sings it we got to well, do something about that i think it's i think it's great okay. and i wouldn't have, we've it, it's only been airing for two weeks so it's, yeah, it's hard to have a good true. sample size anyway we do have a lot of great stuff from the ed council we'll check that in a second first though let's start off with some double entendres. Talk dirty to me. Talk dirty to me. Talk dirty to me. Alright, I'm a little surprised here. I thought you would be absolutely delighted that I picked this song. This is I like one of your favorite song. songs. I know, I loved I love Jason Derulo. I don't usually go with modern pop music. <laughs> but I did it for you this time, and I got almost no reaction. So I mentioned the thing that kicked this off was this new Jack in the Box commercial that is running. Um, I guess I'll play it. I should. Admit, we know Jack in the Box, the, um, the the main character Jack in the Who Box, who is hilariously described <laughs> in a in an article that I'll share with you from Business Insider as Jack, who wears a fake clown like head, right? Which is both very accurate and like 
so hilariously like deadpan oblivious to me. On TBTL one time we were talking about a story. I think it might have had to do with Jared, the subway guy, or something had to do with subway. Right. And the New York Times took a moment to explain what a subway sandwich <laughs> is or why it's called a sub or something I like love that. It. Yeah. Um, in this one, uh, Jack is walking around a, a workplace of some sort. It looks like it actually might even be like kind of the Jack, like a Jack in the Box office space slash warehouse space. You see him walking around. There's a bunch of um, Jack in the Box boxes around. And he keeps talking about how excited he is about his bowls. While other burger places serve the same old stuff, I'm the only one with the bowls to serve something different. I mean, just look at my teriyaki bowls. Choose from steak or chicken, covered in teriyaki sauce, plus your choice of white or brown rice. What about these bowls, Jack? Hey, you got some pretty nice bowls there, and so does Dan. Thanks, Jack. Those are some nice bowls. Everyone's gonna wanna get their hands on Jack's bowls. Come try my bowls! Okay, now, we realize we're watching this commercial on a TV screen and somebody pauses it. And now Jack, how would you describe Jack? I would say he's a man who has a fake clown-like head. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> uh, he's now sitting in like kind of a boardroom situation, an office, clearly talking to either his it's, boss it's or legal. somebody he's from the legal. Boss. He's the boss. He's the CEO, which is uh, I will, which is significant, and I'll get into it in a minute. Here. I thought this guy says the people in legal, though. Anyway, this guy's representing a legal department and their concerns with this commercial. Things got real meta. Jack, the lawyers aren't comfortable with the new marketing campaign. Why? People love my bowls. See that right there? You can't say that. I can't say people love my bowls? No. What about try my bowls? Nope. Check out my bowls? Absolutely not. What about my billboard? What? Try something the different. The billboard just my says, enjoy bowls. my bowls. Now, I don't know if this is lost in our listeners, but if you listen closely <laughs> in the context for the, the way in which he says bowls, it almost sounds like he's saying balls. Yeah, and some of the structure... Like testicles. And, and sometimes the structure of the sentences is not one that you would use if you were talking about the the plateware, but right. we're in fact talking about testicles. Right, exactly. Now, um, like I told you, there's at least one bartender in town who loves this commercial. Yeah, Can't he's get into over it. it. He's really into it. Um, however, as you mentioned in the show sheet, Veeves, there are some people who are clutching their pearls over oh, this. Yeah, it's a pretty... <laughs> Please think of the children. <laughs> and uh, some of what surprised me, I mean, look, you can always find someone to clutch their pearls about anything that's even remotely um, sexual or, you know, or risque or whatever. But what surprised me about all of the, um, the hullabaloo about this one is that it's coming from some pretty, I would say, like mainstream and savvy uh, corners, including Adweek. Yeah, it's not like the family council who yeah, gets upset. Or, they, or, you they, know. they get upset for a living. That's literally, I mean, that's their job yeah. is to get upset about popular culture. But Adweek really took them to turn to task. I think a, a writer named David Greiner, uh, I might be getting his name wrong, but uh, David Greiner wrote a really long piece about this in Adweek, and we'll link to it. Oh, and if you if you want to watch, look at an Adweek article, you can register for free and get five articles a month, which is, that's what I do. I don't pay anything for it. Yeah, I gave up on this when I couldn't get into it. As a matter of fact, a quick aside, I was a little bit miffed. I signed up for the, after being prompted a million times, I signed up for the Ad Week newsletter. Mm -hmm. Ad Freak? Um, it's actually the morning rundown oh, okay. or whatever. And it's a daily thing. And I get it every morning. And then often I just like bypass it. Then today I'm like, I need to be better about this. Let me start reading some of these stories. Then I click on the main headline and it's like, 
you don't have enough articles left. You can't uh, watch this. I'm like, you try to get me to si- if you're gonna get people to sign up for your newsletter and and give your information, then all of the stuff in that newsletter should to link free. to free media. That's yeah, the trade off there. I so I uh, I tried to read this one today when you sent it, and I couldn't get through. So I said, F it. You'll tell me about it. Yeah. So I, I just a little. Uh, tip there in case you want to read it and you are, are not registered you can register for free I registered us as a company called After These Messages oh good well, um, we probably shouldn't share that though because then we'll burn through our five <laughs> too quickly anyway um, so the the way that David Greiner this, this author was thinking about this is that it's in the Me Too era it's tone deaf to have a CEO which Jack is positioned as the owner and CEO mm-hmm. of Jack in the Box Talking about, you know, making risque jokes in the workplace and talking about, you know, um, sexual innuendo in the workplace. Um, Especially, he says, especially, it's not okay, especially after all the tales of hostile work environments that have been highlighted by the Me Too movement. um, This ad celebrates sexual innuendo. So, it does. I find it a little pearl-clutching and a little bit fake outrage to be upset about this i don't think that this is equivalent to saying this this kind of talk would really be okay in a in a workplace it's clearly a joke having said that i've always been in really safe workspaces like i've never had to work in a place where um people are making a lot of sexual jokes or i felt uncomfortable around them i also think that um, although I know I probably come off as a snowflake in a lot of ways, my tolerance may be higher than some people's. And I don't want to assume my tolerance for ribaldry is everyone's, right? That's how sexual harassment happens because somebody says, well, I think it's a joke. And somebody says, well, I found it offensive. So I'm a little bit of two minds on this, but my, my gut reaction, and that's not necessarily the right reaction, but my gut reaction was get over yourself. Yeah, I'm actually pretty hard in that column, too. And maybe part of it is because, as I said on TBTL yesterday, I just snowflake out so hard that when there is a time for me to like kind of disagree <laughs> with somebody who... Because, I mean, obviously... To nut up, if you will. <laughs> uh, everything, I, I, everything that's going on with the Me Too movement, I take that shit real seriously. I really do. And I don't want to be dismissive of that. But I just don't see that here at all. I just think you're missing the joke. And I think that you're trying to get a hot take here. Yeah. Because, listen, the commercial is not... Listen, a lot of the stuff when it comes to Me Too, or let's just say sexual harassment. We don't have to talk about it in the hashtag. When you're talking about sexual harassment in the workplace or... Uh, other kinds of abuse in the workplace, it almost always comes down to power. Mm-hmm. It is about power dynamics on these things. And there isn't even a hint of that in this commercial. It is not like the, the joke of the commercial is not that the, the quote unquote CEO, Jack, who like he looks like a businessman with kind of a but he clown. has a large fake clown head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, a fake clown like head. <laughs> a fake clown like head. Um, it's not like he, I don't know why that's <laughs> so funny. No, I, I love it too. Yeah. Um, but it's not a joke where the expense is on somebody who's being forced into saying something, where somebody is being forced into eating his bowls, or like there are a lot of ways where yes. there could have been a power dynamic in this where it would have been not okay. 
Ever, it's, Here, it's really like the fact that it's in a workplace really is beyond is beside the point it's, completely. It's it almost doesn't even feel like a workplace. Maybe he could yeah. have just. I mean, I wonder if this writer would have felt differently if it wasn't in a workplace and it was all these people like he's walking down sure. the street because it's man on the that, street. It's got that Simpsons style, right? You could see like kind of walking down the street. Jack's walking down the street, and people are like, "Look at Jack's bowls! I gotta try Jack's bowls!" Yeah, kind of hanging out of windows and then in you, the city and then, or whatever. You know, camera pan. Oh, he's got he's holding two bowls. I mean, it's, it's right. Austin Powers, right? You know? I mean, you can still do. Now this person is I don't know if Austin Powers By the way is the Greatest defense Of, of this right. position No but. No the, the Austin Powers defense Right um, So I, I don't know I actually I'm gonna go a little bit Harder than you on this And maybe I'll get some Blowback from our listeners And maybe I'll I consider I would genuinely it, be interested In hearing from someone Who says like No no hot takes No concern trolling Like I genuinely Didn't like this And it made me feel Bad And I would really like I mean I, I'm totally open To hearing that That feedback It didn't strike me that way And it did strike me As a hot take And I would also If that person writes in I would like to know if it really is just the fact that it takes place in a workplace yeah. that then ties it to the hashtag Me Too because I'm really getting a vibe of just kind of like somebody tying this to Me Too sort of to get clicks. On the other hand, you know, this article, or at least the Business Week, we got to keep in mind. Business Ad, Insider. Ad Week wrote about Which is it. Kind of, Business Insider is kind of clickbaity. It is. Business Insider definitely is. But like, you know, Ad Week wrote the op-ed about it or the editorial or the opinion piece. Business Insider also did a roundup of, listen, you can do a roundup of tweets on any topic, but they're the ones who were like kind of highlighting that a bunch of people were apparently being like, this is just tone deaf mm-hmm. and and, and that the seems wrong to be the biggest criticism yeah. leveled against it. And something in David Greiner's Adweek piece was: Did nobody in the company raise a hand, or was it just that to raise a hand about this is to is to be in the double bind of if you object to it, you're a scold and a grind, and if you go along with it, um, you know you're contributing to this thing. And I do know that, like, yeah, there is sort of a double bind about that for people who who genuinely find something offensive. I can imagine. Let me let me reverse doctor doctor this for you. Put Jack some Jack. A lot of these Jack ads. He's in a boardroom, like bringing his board along with some scheme of his. Right. Like mm-hmm. I want to do breakfast burritos at midnight or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. Imagine he's in a boardroom. It's like a you know a gender diverse boardroom, and he's kind of like dragging these executives along with him to say like, no, you gotta you gotta you gotta celebrate my bowls. You gotta ask for my bowls. You know, mm-hmm. like, and they're they're the ones who are like, I don't know, like they're give they're giving the legal case, right? Like that's it's Jack. Can't you hear it? It's problematic. Then it feels gross to me, but the fact that he and all of the other you know actors who are playing Jack in the Box employees are so cheerfully oblivious to this um, is to me the funny that's the joke that's yeah. what makes it funny and again if, if this person who wrote this thing is really concerned about it taking place in the workplace there just been an easier way to do that you don't you don't it does not there's no reason why this has to be in the yeah, workplace maybe that was all. a miscalculation maybe but I do like what you just did there awful you, 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 re- you reverse Doctor Doctor this. Yes. Oh man, that is horrific. Did you see some? We thought pe- the original was bad. Did you see that some people were celebrating the return of Doctor Doctor? I did Doctor see, I did see the, some celebration. Doctor Doctor, what should I do? Tell me. Okay, we'll leave it there. Um, okay, you and I are very much on the same page there. I have decided to go a little bit harder than you. I on just that would, one, Andrew, notwithstanding, if you have a different take on this, I'd be interested to hear it because. What I always worry about with 
anything, any kind of um, Me Too or, or other issues that are that are difficult and controversial is that I am coming that I that I that I form my opinion and then I and then I retroactively form my defense of that opinion. Mm-hmm. I really try to avoid doing that, but I think it's very human to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'd like to hear from someone else if they have a different take. Um, by the way, Jack in the Box, and this is maybe one thing that you could argue also, maybe it makes people feel gross, is Jack in the Box, they're not Carl's Jr. By the way, I think I have some Carl's Jr. ones later, maybe. And Carl's Jr., of course, had the just a decade or 15 years of a campaign of just like women scantily clad, like burgers kind of being a stand-in for sex. Yeah. Or just like, I mean, just tons of like cleavage and like, Sauce dripping off the burger and all this shit. Um, That's very bro-y, obviously, and appealing to that kind of bro... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? uh, Demographic. And I think there's a little bit of that with Jack in the Box, too. Not quite as much. But it's bro-y. They they try to appeal to stoners, and and the stoners that they're envisioning are usually young men. Right. And so I understand if that kind of is like, uh, in the context of Jack in the Box, you might not love their whole vibe, which I would totally get that. Here's one that I remember. I think this was maybe airing last football season. I mean... I'm now just, it's, it's that time of the year when I mark everything and which football season it was. It's not a football-related ad at all. It, you see a two young women, I mean, are they supposed to be teenagers or maybe... Teenagers or college. Maybe college. And they're, you know, sitting on a bed together and they're both texting on their phones. It looks like a sleepover party or something like that. And they're looking at their phones and this is what they're saying. He just said, it's big. How big? <laughs> really big. Tell him to send a pic. No. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. She turns her phone, and now we see they weren't talking about penises. They were talking about a giant sandwich that you can get at Jack in the Box. Now, I think we're going to switch scenes here, and we're going to... So uh, the voiceover comes on. They talk, They show the burger. They talk about it. Ooh, it's got pickles and onion rings on it. That is my jam. It's that sourdough sandwiches. And then at the end, we see that it is uh, Jack in the Box, the CEO guy. He's wearing like a suit. And how would you describe his head? Like He's like a large, fake, clown-like head. Yeah. Yeah, that you nailed it actually, and um, <laughs> he's sitting in a booth uh, next to a customer, a young man, and the young man is the one who's been texting these girls. Oh, and tell her I'm easy because of the drive-through. I don't know if you could hear that, but he says, "Tell her I'm easy," you know, because of the drive-through. So again, I think those are classic double entendre, right? Yes, double yes. entendre. How do you feel about that one? It's like not. I'm not offended. It's like not a super great ad. The the it's so big, and then oh, he's not talking about his penis. Has been used in a number of yeah uh, marketing contexts. Oh, won't somebody please think of the children? Now these next ones, I don't remember, and I'm surprised because these are awesome, and they come from a company I would not expect. These are delightful. These are from Kmart, and I do remember definitely this first one we're gonna play. Uh, which I don't even want to set up, other than to say it's a Kmart sales rep, which I literally have never seen one of those on the floor. So <laughs> that's the most unbelievable thing about this commercial. A Kmart sales rep talking to a customer in the jeans section. Ship my pants. Right here? Ship my pants, you're kidding. You can ship your pants right here. You hear that? I can ship my pants for free. Wow. I just may ship my pants. Yeah, ship your pants. Billy, you can ship your pants too. I can't wait to ship my pants, Dad. <laughs> 
I just shipped my pants, and it's very convenient. Very convenient. I just shipped my drawers. I just shipped my nightie. I just shipped my bed. If you can't find what you're looking for in store, we'll find it at Kmart.com right now and ship it to you for free. <laughs> okay. Um, that's awesome. It's awesome, right? Yeah, nobody says I shipped my drawers. She's standing in front of a bunch of um, dressers, but yeah. whatever. I get it. Uh, at the very end, it's very weird, though. It's not explained. The family, the original family, like the platonic family, I guess, the, the father, the mother, and the little kid are all in a four-way embrace with the um, with the sales guy. Yes, never explained. And it's explained. never explained. And they're holding each other. They almost look like they're trauma victims. Yes, there's no context for this group hug, but that's how it ends. I love this. As a matter of fact, the guy who wrote the ad week... Um, editorial I think even said like hey listen I'm that's not a how wet I blanket. found this I'm not a wet blanket like I love that 2013 Kmart commercial yeah so that's how I actually found that one although I remembered it once I'd seen it but the the David Griner piece in ad week opens with I'm not a humorless grind I like the shit my pants ad now there are different um there are some more coming up that I think are more dirty but somehow this one is more shocking to me that one and this next one we're gonna play these Kmart ones um Maybe it's, it's, it's somewhat it's influenced it's by the fact that it's Kmart, I think. But and it's the also phrase, really... ship or shit my pants, yeah. is um, it's rough. Graphic. It's graphic. It's graphic. Yeah. I just shipped my bed, and it felt great. Yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're hearing it as the joke, um, it's gross. Yeah, it is. Now, here's another one, again, for Kmart. But this is Kmart. They have, you know how stores now will have gas stations. Even our Safeway grocery store here has a, yeah. has a gas we station. Use it, we use our gas points all the time. Yeah, and so Kmart apparently has some gas stations. And um, this woman is standing at her car about to fuel up, and this happens. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop Your Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass discount. <laughs> a really big-ass discount. Really big-ass discount. Honey, this solves your big-ass problem. Totally solves my big-ass problem. Yeah, look at that big-ass truck. Big-ass man. Hello, big ass man. Shop your way members get big ass savings. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I mean, you have to, you know, it's a very tortured way of talking, but that's the point. Yeah. I, I think those are charming. I think they're really charming. And I think they're written in a way that um, the 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 difficulty of structuring the sentences is what makes them so funny and charming. Yeah. Um, okay. Kind of the same reason I think, I think that the Jack ads work. It's the same prom- premise, right? Like mm-hmm. you take a phrase that, um, you know, if it was, if it was the real dirty words would make sense. And then you shoehorn this, like this other product into it. Jack ads. I'm trying to think what we're going to call today's show. <laughs> I, I'm trying to figure out if it should be a should double entendre. Itself. Or if it's just like a reference to double entendres. In which we, re- the episode in which we really give it to the listeners. Yeah. Jack ads. I don't know. <laughs> um, so are you ready for this next one? Are you sing down? Do you have your fan? Do you have your. Well, let me go get my pearls. Do you have your pearls? <laughs> Won't somebody please think of the children? Now, this one is all visual. It is for Dollar Shave Club, but it isn't focusing on the razors. It's focusing on their shave butter. Right. Which is creamy. A guy, I'm going to start, I'm going to describe the easy part, then I'm going to hand it over to you when it yes. gets more difficult to describe what's happening. It starts off, he's in like a locker room. You can tell it's a public place. 
um, just has a towel on or something, and he walks up to the mirror, and he's about to start shaving his several-day-old beard. Um, but when he squeezes the shave butter out of the tube, he goes into kind of a fantasy land, right? Yeah, he kind of, he's he's overwhelmed by its creaminess. He falls backwards onto the floor, but instead of just crashing to the floor, he like falls through the floor into a fantasy land where everything is um, coated in this creamy, it almost looks like, you know, like, icing or something yeah like it looks like cool whip cool creamy cool whip white uh landscape that's kind of fantastical okay so let's start it there and then we can stop it when things start getting graphic so he falls into the creamy creamy world and he's sliding around in the cream he's still just wearing his boxer shorts now there's a critical we start seeing more of this world it's weird like there are like kind of metal looking modern trees that have like kind of some sort of a fruity nut hanging from them there is we see a shot of a white cat yeah a white cat that's very fluffy and then we see like kind of a mystical old man with gl- kind of like John Lennony colored glasses and he starts blowing the the cream around right yep He's got like a giant razor, like it's it's this razor that's huge in comparison to him, and he blows uh, he blows on uh, outward. He bl- and the the beard on the guy, the, our main character, just our like, hero, our hero. Thank you. Just wafts away, like it blows off of his face cleanly. Now he's clean mm-hmm. shaven. Then he blows towards the cat, mm-hmm. and the cat, all of its hair blows off. Mm. And then he blows towards... It's a pussycat. It's a pussycat. Okay, interesting. And then he blows towards these the fruits that you mentioned earlier, which are some hairy coconuts, and they also are blown clear. Oh, they're hairy clear, coconuts. Blown Sorry. Clean. I forgot they were coconuts. I didn't know what they were. Yeah, right. so I'm like... They're talking about pussies. They're talking. They're talking about um, keeping balls. keeping your downstairs clean. Yes. So, but I mean, there's no women in this commercial. No. All right, let's take a listen. by Dollar Shave Club. It's going to change your life. Well, the shave part of your life. Then it gets weird at the end. They add a <laughs> then joke it gets on. Weird. They they add a joke on his fantasies over. Then he's back in the locker room again, and there's some weird guy behind him who is um, wearing nothing but a towel, fresh out of the shower, but using a hair dryer to blow up underneath his towel, his to undercarriage, to, to dry out his undercarriage. But like that's not a callback. Like that's not the real. At first, I thought that was the real life version of the man in his fantasy, but it's not. I right? think they're just saying it's just an extra joke. It's just an extra joke. But I think they're just saying they say it'll change your life, and then they kind of. But back in reality, like you're still gonna have. Irritations in life, yeah, and weirdos in the locker room. But I'm still so shocked that they would that they would you know unmistakably imply the p word. Really, that is that seems ladies. That seems so innocuous to me. I mean, after all the like the various condom commercials or KY jelly commercials or whatever, like yeah, but the p word is like you don't just. I mean, I know now we do. Thanks, President Trump. Right, but like that's. It sh- I mean, I thought we were still shocked by by evoking the P word for huh. vagina. I, I mean, I think there. Yeah. I mean, I almost feel like it's come so far that you don't even necessarily think of that word. It's just like 
you know, I, I think that I remember seeing like sexy commercials with like a woman who has a cat on her lap and she's petting it. Where is that happening? I, which commercial am I thinking? Yeah, of? I, I don't know. Maybe I'm it's equally one of shocked. Those, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like it's just kind of a stand and I'm not as I'm not as shocked by that. And every I time you Catholic see a cat, do you think Ohio. they're referring to genitalia? Because that's not always true. Every Sometimes time, a cat is just a cat. I'm de- every time I see a cat, I get a boner. Okay. It's at first I thought there was something wrong with me, and I told my doctor, <laughs> and he said, "No, that happens to everybody, happens all to straight everybody. men. Yeah, okay. that's how it works." Um, so that is the one that I mean, you are really clutching your pearls about that one. That's the one that makes me clutch my pearls. This one makes. But me... you're not against it, though, right? No, of course not. Like I didn't have a hot take on it on Twitter, right? Or yeah. anything. I just, I'm just like you don't think that in the Me Too movement, that's a little bit too far. <laughs> I mean, no one's being victimized I here, know. obviously, but I. I do think it's like I just didn't know we could we could talk about it. We don't talk about like it. We that. just show we pictures just show of cats. Um, I mean, we live in an age where one of the biggest commercials when we started the show three years ago that everybody was talking about was a unicorn shitting into an ice cream cone. True. Like, I just feel like scatology and and genitalia. I feel like. Are go together hand in hand. Together hand in hand. Oh God, this show's going off the I tracks. Know, right? I, that's my fault. I'm sorry. All right, this next one though, you group this together because it's another razor commercial, and it it, it makes sense that you would put these. Yeah, together. this is another one. Apparently, razors are just. Um, this is for a different razor altogether. This is for Chic Hydro Silk, which is a woman's uh, for shaving a woman's bikini line, and particularly that's it's it's the pitch they're making here. Um, and this one I think is actually pretty pretty funny and kind of cute. Um, and just shocking enough to get my attention. Mm-hmm. Um, three women walk out. They're wearing um, fairly small bikinis, and they stand in front of three little pillars. And on each pillar is a tiny little shrub, a tiny little topiary bush. Mm-hmm. Um, and they stand with the bush f- with their with a little shrub framed by their bikini bottom. Right. So when you walk out, it's just like they yeah. And so two of them are using scissors to trim it, and one of them is using this. Um, hydro silk uh, tool to trim it. So it's, I don't even know if there's words here. It's very much a visual double entendre because they're standing and then with their scissors or in this case a razor like trimming where their pubes would be. In front of a pool. So the two who have scissors are like, you know, they're not really able to get any speci- any any real uh, dexterity or... Spe- uh, neat lines with it, but the one who has the hydro chick thing is able to shave it into the shape of a heart. Yeah, she's really. What do you call manscaping for a woman? <laughs> I think just uh, scaping. Just scaping. She just really scaped her her pube tree into a into a heart. Um, that one not scandalous. I mean, I think it's like cheeky, but it didn't scandalize me so much. Hey, um, we used this for shit like this. Good, good pull on this one. We've talked about this one. We before. have Neil Patrick Harris standing in front of. This was a great campaign, I thought. Uh, although you and I really debated the flip your meat in this commercial. He's this is for um, Heineken. He's standing in front of a, a blank white wall, talking directly to us. Neil Patrick Harris style. God, I freaking love this man um and as he's talking um the camera will back out a little bit we also see that there's another man in the shot who is grilling in front of the same white background drinking heineken light prevents grill smoke from blowing in your eyes yeah no man can control the winds heineken light makes it okay to flip another man's meat no 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 you never you never flip another man's meat award-winning heineken light is the best light beer you've ever tasted that's true can I have one? Can I flip your meat? 
No. Search yourself. <laughs> um, I love that commercial because I love him. What was our debate about that? Whether or not that was specifically because the actor is gay? Yeah, like how much does it change the context knowing that he is a gay man and, you know, an out gay man? Because it's kind of gay panicky, I guess. Like the straight guy being like, you can't flip my meat. Right. You know, what's he, what's this, what's the straight guy reading into this? I mean, we assume he's straight. I guess we don't actually know that. You can be gay and not want someone to flip your meat. True. Um, but yeah, like he, re- I know a gay guy who doesn't want people to flip his meat. <laughs> he, the, the griller guy reads as straight, which I think is the intention. Right. Um, so yeah, I think we talked about whether there was any kind of like jokes based in gay panic there. If so, I think it's a fairly mild one, but there's definitely a double entendre. Yeah. Um, I gotta say the next one on your list, I never in a million years thought I would be seeing this on your list, this is for something called the three-way poncho sold by whom? Suzanne Summers. Three-way poncho. It's my problem solver. This is my one go-to outfit that gives me so many incredible looks. Wear it at the office. Then I'm going to pull off just the warn you that there's a lot of just right a lot of just there's the not a lot of double entendre at the first like minute here, so ready for carpool. Just give Tired it a minute. Of uncomfortable clothing. Three-way fits every figure to camouflage flaws and show off your assets. What? I guess that is kind of a... Show off your what? Sorry, I was looking for my bell, but I saw that and I thought, why not go for it? With so many looks, you'll see why everyone wants a three-way. You could pay... Oh, what was that? Sorry, I'm going to keep using $50 that. $50 or more for this go-to garment. But now through this special TV offer, you'll receive Suzanne's three-way poncho in black for just $19.95. And as a bonus, you can get the mocha. Just pay separate processing and handling. Flattering, easy-to-fit three-way poncho. Sizes fit petite through plus sizes. And it's as soft as your favorite t-shirt. An easy-to-care-for wrinkle-resistant fabric. And get your three-way plus a bonus three-way. Three-way poncho, that is. That's two three-way <laughs> oh, ponchos. Suzanne. Oh, Suzanne. I've seen this commercial like four times. I'm still not exactly sure what the three ways you're supposed to wear it are. So I think it's just, they just wanted to say three-way. I don't know. Yeah. It looks like you can have a big scooping neck in one case. You can it's wear like it as a... It's like day wear, night wear. You can wear it as a, a cape two-way, in another which is, one. Yeah. Which is boring. Um... I, well, you mentioned the um, condom commercials at the beginning. There are a million of those. You just want to, like, knock it over and not... I, not. I don't even really want to share any. I, I looked for ones that were really leaning into the double entendre. The, none of them really do. Uh, there are a few that are sort of visual jokes. But I do think... I, I uh, think that Trojan should get an honorable mention for their slogan, which is, you can't wait to get it on. Um, this next one is from Carl's Jr. And I'm wondering, I first saw this in one of those roundup of like dirty commercials. And this might be one that maybe never really, I don't know, you watch it. It's not, I don't know. I don't know if this ever hit the airwaves or not. Um, this is for Carl's Jr. And you see a series of women, I believe three women, and they're doing various things by hand instead of using a machine. For example, the first woman is washing her car by hand, not going through a car wash. Another woman is um, using a pottery wheel and making a, um, you know, some sort of a vase. Um, and of course, she's also, that's kind of a sexual position too, if you can imagine, it's kind of between her legs while she's, while she's making a pottery thing. Um, and I think the final woman is like laying on her bed somewhat sultrily, writing a letter by hand instead of, uh, instead of you know, typing it out on a computer. And here's the, uh, here's what they're saying. It's just better when you use your hand. It really makes a difference. Oh, this woman is sewing, by the way. I use a machine when you can use your hand. 
You're using your hand is more natural. It may be faster with a machine, but where's the human touch? It's better when you use your hand. Hand-scooped banana cream pie shakes. New at Carl's Jr. So that's all based on hand scoops, I guess, as opposed to soft serve, right. I would assume. Yeah. Um, first of all, a couple of questions. Do you think that actually aired? Not in America. You don't think so? Too dirty? Secondly, it's a little confused to me. Because yeah. they're talking all sexily and like making love to the camera with their eyes. But really the joke is that they're, I mean, the literal interpretation is they're doing things by hand. Like, again, pottery, sewing, etc. Um, and the implication is, of course, masturbation. But I don't know. It just seems to, it's, it's too many layers, not enough layers. It falls apart for me. Yeah, it feels like um, they wanted to... They wanted to make this joke about doing it by hand versus a machine, and they decided to go with masturbation. But it, yeah, I mean, it, and we were sort of saying earlier, like the sh- the the construction of the sentences for the ship my pants ad and the bowls ad. Mm-hmm. What part of what makes it funny is that they're force fitting these sentences into um, into the context. Yeah. Um, but this just, yeah, I think this feels like. It's it's more about like how sniggering how we can snigger at it than it is very clever. Yeah, I, I yeah again I don't know if that aired or not. I'm not a huge fan of that one. Um, but also I kind of hate the the whole vibe of of that company's commercials. The last one I'll play for you. Did you watch this one yet? No. The Dodge Durango commercial, which really got me thinking. Never typed in the word Durango before. What is a Durango? Does it exist outside of the Dodge universe? I don't the know. The Dodge Cinematic Universe? I don't think so. Um, anyway. Maybe it's a place. In this one, we see it's, it takes place in a um, men's room. It is a municipality in, Cal- in Colorado. Okay. Um, this is in a men's room. There are two men who are standing at the urinals. And I believe we see the one guy show the guy a picture on his phone. And they're talking about whatever is in that picture. You know what guys like to do at urinals? Talk to each other. T- talk, take out their phones and talk to each other. Have you not seen the ludicrous video for Get Back? <laughs> yes. Um, and meanwhile, there is a man in the stall reading the newspaper. And he can't see what their body language is. He's just listening to their conversation. And you know what, Genevieve? That always leads to confusion in always. situations like this. Mike, check this out. Man, that's big. Is it new? Just got it. Seven inches longer. Handles great. I love the way it looks. And power. I take this bad boy out. I get respect. You'll get some respect with that. My girlfriend loves it. Introducing the all-new Dodge Durango. Big size, smooth ride, heavy power. And now seven inches longer. You should come by tomorrow. I'll be waxing it. At the very end, the guy jumps out of the stall. He's like, this has gone too far. What are these guys talking about? I got to see the way, this. I got to see this Python. This commercial seems old. It might be pre kind of smartphone. They're actually talking about a poster for the Dodge Durango that's hanging on the wall, which doesn't make sense because the guy says, is it new? He's like, what, the poster I'm looking at? He didn't say I bought one of these things. Yeah, that's the problem with the writing on a lot of these is like they shoehorn it. They shoehorn in the things that they want to say about the product um, that in no in no reality would be a thing that you would say about the alternative meaning. Yeah, and also like just got it. So it's not even about penises. It's got to be about penis just, extensions. I guess, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, I just got it. My wife loves it. It's seven inches longer. Like, right. what? God. That sounds horrifying. I mean, the next line should be, does it hurt to pee? Right. 
Um, I mean, we just did an ad last week. Uh, the one, the the um, what could go wrong? I think it was Dr Pepper. Oh yeah. Um, where that was so very similar. Where like so people couldn't see the conversation that was happening, and it was very, but it was a very forced, um, you know, confusion of little little friend, i.e., his pinky finger. Yeah. What? Penis. Yeah. It didn't make sense at all. All right. Uh, let's uh, see what the listeners have for us. Everybody's talking at me I don't hear words saying Only the echoes of my mind Speaking of listeners, by the way, I'll bet you there's a bunch of double entendres that we missed. I meant to say this earlier. I would really love to... I, I almost wish I'd put a, a, out a call for these types of commercials on Facebook because I feel like we probably left a lot on the table, oh, I'm so sure we to did. speak. No, that doesn't even work. I was trying to think of something dirty. Um, but, you know, you can email us or post on the Facebook group. By the way, it's after these messages show at Gmail. Um, if you want to, like, kind of tell us about one of these double entendre commercials. Yeah, that I know missed. that. I know we missed uh, many, many of them, uh, but I, we'd love to hear what which ones you remember. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a, a message from listener Michael, who's following up on the ham or ham or hammer or hammer quiz. It's not as funny year. when you say it. I was trying to say all the words. Hammer, 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 hammer. Hammer, 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 hammer. What don't you get? <laughs> um, he writes, you missed the best ham-related commercial ever, which is John Ham's John Ham. Sure, it's fake, but you will never be able to see John Ham again without thinking of this. And this is an SNL um, fake commercial. I have not seen this. I'm excited. Finally brings some humor to this show. Oh, this is a fucking Chevy ad. Oh, shoot. I thought maybe it was making fun of a Chevy ad. It's just a, it's a real ad. That we have to watch. It's excruciating. Before it's one we of get the, the worst the ones ad. out of a Ugh. really bad campaign. They're showing them their own damn cars in this one. Chevy's the only brand to have earned JD Power Dependability Awards across. We're the only commercial. Uh, I'm sorry. We're the only podcast that when <laughs> we acc- when we accidentally <laughs> get stuck on a pre-roll commercial, it's hashtag content. Right. And SUVs three years in a row. Awesome and proud. Oh, I'm so proud. I'm so my, proud. My car yeah. won a JD Power Award. Hello. I'm John Hamm. You know, ad executives are always trying to find new and exciting ways to present products to the American consumer. Well, tonight I'm here to talk to you about a product that doesn't need any glitz or gloss. It's a product that speaks for itself, and I'm proud to endorse it. John Hamm's John Hamm. The ham you can eat in the bathroom. Let's face it, we live in a fast-paced world. But if you're as busy as I am, every day you have to make a decision. Am I going to eat lunch, or am I going to go to the bathroom? Well, now you never have to make that choice again. Each John Ham's John Ham dispenser is located opposite the toilet paper dispenser. Oh, God. The ham's on, like, a toilet paper roll. Oh, that is a disgusting image. And unlike other bathroom ham dispensers, John Ham's John Ham has only the finest boar's head oven roasted ham. Ugh, he just ate some. Mmm, that's good ham. Now, I know what you're thinking, that I'm only endorsing John Ham because John Ham is also my name. Well, you're wrong. You're dead wrong. First of all, my last name has two M's, and second of all, my first name doesn't have an H. Feel like a dummy yet? Because <laughs> you should. If you order in the next five minutes, 
you'll get a free dispenser of John Ham's mustard soap. Oh, God. It's a delicious mustard that has no soap properties at all. <laughs> and if you're wondering, it tastes great on ham. Oh, he just used this hand dispenser, the soap dispenser, put mustard on his fingers, and then just shoved them in his mouth. Yeah. This is really Seeing triggering food me. in the bathroom is very triggering the, for me. Ugh. So what are you waiting for? Don't find yourself on the toilet craving high-quality ham slices. <laughs> Tell your boss to order one for the office today. To order John Ham's John Ham, call one 800 555 Thank you, That's Michael. That's pretty good. Yeah, thank you, Michael. Um, I wish I could eat it. I'll tell you what, I'll just have the ham. <laughs> Pass the ham, please. Oh, ham dad. Ham dad. Uh, the next piece of feedback is from listener Danielle, uh, who saw, she says, uh, she saw this method commercial. She saw the 30 second version and for the first time ever Googled and then watched the longer two minute version. That is hashtag content, my uh, friend. This, this was really making the round. So method. Oh, I hadn't seen it. Method is the, no, no, that's good. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that like, oh, I was so into this last week. Um, but uh, method is, of course, the line of cleaning products mm-hmm. and also like um, hand soap and yes. stuff like that. And it's very designy. Right. And so this is one of those um, commercials where it's a little bit like, you know, everybody's singing and dancing. It's got a little dash of um, what's the word you used last week? A flash mobby sort of yeah. people are going around doing their. It, you know what it's business. like if you've ever been on a Virgin America flight and yes. you've watched the. Um, safety video. Which, by the way, they're finally retiring that thing. Did you hear? I did not. But it's, it's lived a good life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Take that one out behind the barn. A lot of really bright colors. A lot of people dancing. Very cool. Well shot. Obviously, um, you'll recognize the song um, as soon as we start playing it. A parody of that 90s song. And um, and you see, and it really plays into their product well because that is what makes their product stand out. Like, if you right now think you can't picture method hand soap, you can. It's the teardrop-shaped clear bottle uh, with the pump on top, of course. But then there's, like, very often bright colors inside. Yeah, they have like a great, green they have a great or purple or clear. Visual sensibility and design sensibility. And, and, and the commercial shares that. And so in this commercial, like, you will even see, like, an entire wall that is made of those bottles. Only it's the bottom of those bottles, so you don't recognize it immediately. They just really... It's a very visual thing, but let's take a listen to it as well because uh, you'll recognize the music. When I wake up... Well, I'm outnumbered, you see, but I like my house style like a magazine. I keep method sitting by the kitchen sink. Sustainability helped me make it through their teens. In my workspace, well, I like to use good things. You know, plant-derived ingredients are the best. I use method that smells like pink grapefruit. Each time I wash my hands, I smell them and say, yes. Cause I would scrub 500 tiles And I would scrub 500 more That woman who's singing now on her hands and knees scrubbing her bathroom floor, she reminds me a little bit of um, the mom or mother-in-law from Bewitched. What was her name? Endora. Endora. Well, she's an older lady with a red dye job. A red dye job, but in and wearing a kind of... Yeah, exactly, in like big 60s style kind of beaded necklace. And I would scrub 500 more just to keep my bathroom colorfully clean for the one that I adore. Now I gotta point out she's uh, dusting a giant painting of a cat. She's now dusting a cat statue. There she is has a, a cat. cat watching but her. But see, this and one I think is not a double entendre. Then why am I turned on? I don't know. 
Now the people singing are actually working in the Method Factory. I like this. This has a... This is selling me hardcore on Method. Yeah, and their design sensibility yes. of this and is they're, great. And that yeah. they're saying if there's a, you know, who knows, that they, but they're saying they're sustainable. Yeah. Um, this reminds That's me... That's all I really need is like... A verbal assurance, right. to be honest. Like, you get those eggs that are called cage-free, and we're paying, like, $5 more for them, and I don't think they're really cage-free. Well, they've got to be better than the non-cage-free. I hope so. Um, uh, this reminds me of the seminal 1990s movie Toys, because you kind of get, a, like, a, a fun factory you workplace. you think that movie is? That is a cultural reference. If you want to bring people in, you got to use common cultural references. Right. Like the like LL obscure... Cool J vehicle Toys. Right. And I should say the Joan Cusack vehicle toys. Mm-hmm. There's some other funny guy in it as well. I don't remember his name <laughs> from 1993. Rest in peace. Each lovely bottle has thoughtful stuff inside. So your method's green, but comes in every heat. Look at that wall of soap. How beautiful. We really nice. Scrub 500 tiles and we will scrub 500 more. Because how we clean is as important. It's like an OK Go video. Yeah, kind of. I think that should be... The one thing that bugs me is I think it should be Scrub-A-Dub-Dub. I don't know why you guys say Scrub-A-Dub, yeah. Well, I mean, they're trying to echo as much of the Proclaimers song as they yeah, can. I, I guess, guess the so. Proclaimers got a paycheck this week. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. No, this works for me. There was a time when this would have... Uh, my uh, soul would have rejected this because we hit peak whatever this is <laughs> about... Five to ten years ago, right? Yeah. When every, it was like the gleification. Yeah, like it was, a little bit of gleification. It started early on with the flash mob stuff, and then that kind of hit pop culture, like in the kind of glee way, and the sing, all the singing. Everything was a more clever way to sing and dance, and everybody was, you know, posting their goddamn videos of their marriage proposals while they were singing sure. and dancing on the back of some sort of a hayride yeah, no, situation. No one could get married without a flash mob dance oh, party to Drake or and, whatever. Oh, my God. My last... Uh, the last job that I had, I moved on to LA for it at a radio station. And one of the women I was going to be working with, who's now a very close friend of ours, I love her to death, but she's also a dancer in her background. And I was getting a lot of like emails. I, I had just signed on for the company email, even though I was, was not moving down to LA for a month. And they had a flash mob surprise birthday thing at work for another guy I would end up working with. There was actually two people on my team. And I remember, like, everybody's like, oh, you're just going to miss the flash mob. <laughs> I think it was like my first day was a Monday, and the flash mob was on a Thursday or Friday yeah. beforehand. And I was just seeing all of these emails about the flash mob from Matt. And can I make it down in time for the flash mob Can you from fly Matt? down early for the flash mob? I don't know if anybody actually said that, but there was definitely some disappointment or <laughs> will you be, be here like, for it? If you were, if I was someone who was like, craft a sentence that would make it, that, like, you would definitely know that the answer is a hard no on I think it would be, my question for you would be, can you fly down early for the flash mob? Right, yeah. This goes back to, what was I asking you about, um, or I set up a scenario for myself, like a tub of, I have to sit in a tub of spiders or like eat cottage cheese. Yeah. And that, like that's a really and tough And you were like tub me. of spiders. I think tub of spiders. I hate spiders. You really hate them. Um, but I would pick the cottage cheese. 
I would probably pick the spiders, and I might pick the spiders over being in a flash mob as well. Wow. Yeah, especially, by the way, and again, no offense, old colleagues, but especially in 2015. Um, okay, so uh, good uh, good viral ad there. Yeah, uh, what else really we delightful. Um, okay, this is one I wanted to close on. This is um, from a comment that listener DDH made on our Facebook group page. Um, we had been talking about Shaq um, and his gen- ads for the general, and I think we mentioned in that discussion that he is now there's like cross promotion with the general ads and his movie uncle drew oh yeah in which he plays not the main character but uh one of the other space cowboys that's been pressed back into service that's what uncle drew's about yes so this is interesting though is i i didn't know anything about uncle drew and i i guess i just missed this pepsi campaign but uncle drew is a film a feature film that is based on a pepsi max ad campaign from like I want to say like five years ago. Five oh, or six no years shit. Ago. That's got to be a new thing. It's, it is a new thing. Um, the as, idea of a commercial launching a movie. As the New York Times, as, uh, as money, as CNN.com wrote, Uncle Drew is essentially a feature length Pepsi commercial. Its product and branding will appear throughout the film on vending machines and court logos. Gatorade, which is owned by Pepsi, also makes an appearance. Um, and this is from the New York Times. Academics believe Uncle Drew is the first feature film of its kind, taking product placement one step further in a new adventure for branding. Ooh, uh, I'd watch a, I'd watch a, a movie about a new adventure for branding. branding. A new adventure for branding and signaling the film industry's willingness to <clears throat> play ball. Oh, okay. You said Space Cowboys for a second. I thought I call them a, the Space Cowboys. This because is just a bunch any, of old men. Anytime not... old men are pressed back into service in any field or discipline, uh, I call them Space Cowboys. In Sorry. this case, it's space cowboys it's, play it's basketball. Basketball cowboys. It's old men who are who. I, that's right. I saw a trailer for this. So is this one of the original commercials here? That yes. You and so to? the person who plays Uncle Drew is the basketball player Kyrie Irving. Okay. Who I believe was a Cav, although I think now he's yeah. I think not. you're right. Uh, is he not? I thought it, I've been. I don't know anything about basketball. Neither do I. And I'm from Cleveland. I should know. Kyrie Irving is American. Profe- he's yeah, a he's professional a, basketball he's player. A he's now. a Celtics. Uh, okay. He's a Celtics. So in this one, is this like, uh, are they in a barber shop? We see three. They're like in men. a, like a, it looks like a, either a bar or a, or a cafe or something. Oh, yeah, and it's him as Kyrie Irving. I mean, Kyrie Irving is as Uncle Drew. He's clearly the a young man but he yeah. is wearing like white hair and white beard and, and the the premise of the ad campaign and it's not going to be immediately obvious from this little 30 second slot is that they did these long videos where they took him to like street basketball games in like New Jersey and New York and either they really punked the people who were playing there by having this professional basketball player who's dressed like an old man and but it, obviously dressed like an old man yeah, I guess so. I mean, the ones that I saw with it were more documentary style. He, you wouldn't necessarily at first glance oh. gather that he's really young because they have him like with some padding mm-hmm. and he's really wearing like old man clothes. And at first he's walking and even playing like he's not very good or very agile. But then he gets better and better and better and starts just like after he starts putting money on it. Yeah, right. It's it's a white man can't jump uh, scenario. So it's unclear to me if there was ever anyone who was really fooled by this. But they're the way they're showing the crowd and the other players. It, you're supposed to think that they're like, what the hell is happening? But in this particular one, that's not one of these. Right. Ones. That's this not, one. They're just sitting around watching TV. Right. Yeah. Watching so it's just basketball. Kyrie Irving as Runkle Drew, his two friends um, who are played by the former basketball player and commentator Baron Davis and J.B. Smoove, who we love. Oh, who are both also guy. dressed as old men. OK, so let's take a listen. I haven't seen this. Cavs did it again. 
always winning. You know, we kind of like the big three. Do I am? I'm Kyrie Irving. I'm Kyrie. <laughs> so this is Baron and JB Smoove are saying, I'm Kyrie Irving and I'm Kyrie Irving. And of course, they're sitting next to the real Kyrie Irving. Three. Do I am? I'm Kyrie Irving. I'm Kyrie. Who would you be? I don't usually like to compare myself to these young bloods nowadays. <laughs> you sort of look like Kyrie under all that old age. Who, me? You look like you took the young and vibrant Kyrie Irving <laughs> and you sucked the life out of that head. Stop. I'm not I love JB Smooth so Stop. much. Stop. Stop. That's not me. <laughs> Kyrie. That's kind of delightful. I guess he, Kyrie, I don't know anything about Kyrie Irving, uh, but he does a good job in this. His stone face. Yes, I'm not I don't like, and it. he calls every young player young blood. Yeah, I love like, it. Like that's the, it, throughout the, the scene. And I've watched a couple of videos where it's like the longer documentary style where he's on the court and he calls every single player he comes up against young blood. I love it. That's great. So who's, that was DDH who sent that in? Yeah, thank you so much. I would, I should have known. I, I you know, it's funny when Uncle Drew, when the Uncle Drew movie came out, I was like, "Boy, that seems familiar," but I mm. didn't really, I didn't know what you know. I didn't, I didn't ring a specific bell for me. And now I realize, of course, I probably at some point did see one of these Pepsi ads or something came across this Pepsi campaign. I am so shocked that there has not been a movie or even a TV show that has been launched after a commercial because well, there was the Cavemen one that was there very- was. A, did you just mention that before? No. And I blanked out because I was going to say, like, it seems like the Geico Cavemen would have had a movie. They did? They had a TV show. They did have a TV and show. I think okay, it, that, like, that's barely, my... I don't think it got more than half a season and probably it died pretty quickly. That must have been in my subconscious because I was about to say even the Cavemen didn't have one, but they did. They had yeah. a TV show. Um, you would think maybe like Spud, Spuds McKenzie could have in the 80s or like who are the other iconic potential launches of something like this what would oh let me ask you this what would you like to see i was gonna say movie or a tv sounds like a future show let's let's think about it and come back with with our pitches all i can promise we're gonna gonna do we're gonna do battle the network pitches okay and all i know is there's no way flow would be in mind no way i haven't even already written the fan fiction on that you can sell anything well, if you have some ideas for some um, commercials that can be a TV show, why don't you send them our way, and we'll like steal it. your ideas. <laughs> um, please, please join. I would thank you to the to our new member of the Facebook group. I enjoyed the I enjoyed your answers to the question, the questions. What were the one is? Are you a bot? I assume the answer was no. No, the answer was um, I have been programmed by my human over by my machine overlords to uh, assimilate or to simulate your culture. Ooh, very like that. clever. Okay, I'm getting a little wrong, but you know who you are. Um, and then Daryl Hammond for the for the colonel, which nice. I think is always solid. Uh, please join the Facebook group. We have a ton of fun over there. Um, email us at after these messages show at Gmail. And if you want to hear my secret jingle, you know what you got to do. You got to call 607-444-5597. Again, that's 607-444-5597. After these messages is after your messages. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Veeves. as a fun show. We will talk to you all next Tuesday. You can really sell anything. Oh, dip is he once again back.